Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. That musical intro was Realism Stealth Warrior with a tune called Pseudo-African Rednecks. I'm trying my hand at some editing to spice up the podcast here uh, using some African sounds and later we will use hi-fi African drums by Cyberdread to transition through the sections. Uh, we recently finished a series previewing African Cup 2023 qualification, where we went group by group. Uh, that series featured a deep dive into the African Cup qualifying history of each team. Uh, that was not for the faint of heart. <laughs> African soccer teams have the longest history of all world teams, not because they've been around the longest, but because their regional competition, uh, the African Cup of Nations, takes place every two years and has done since 1957. So it was a pretty deep, deep dive into their history. And we realized that that's not uh, not for everyone. Not everyone will be interested in that. Uh, but more people will be interested in what's happening currently in the African Cup. And it is interesting with the African Cup 2023 qualification already started and some of the usual surprises that come with African soccer already on offer there. So if you're interested in the deep dives, uh, please visit our website at soccerfiles.captivate.fm. That's uh, soccerfiles with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. Or you can just type soccerfiles Canada into Google and we'll come up. Uh, for this series of four podcasts, we have compiled the last sections of these podcasts the comparison of FIFA and ELO rankings, the head-to-head -head comparison, a discussion analyzing the prospects of each team, and our prediction of how the group is going to turn out. And then, uh, kind of interestingly, it finishes with specific predictions on the two sets of games that have already been played, uh, those games in June 2022, to see how each group is progressing so far. So we kind of kept ourselves in the dark uh, in preparation uh, for that. Uh, this podcast is number two of three in the series and deals with uh, groups uh, D, E and F. That's group D containing uh, Egypt, Guinea, Malawi and Ethiopia. Uh, group E with Ghana, Madagascar, Angola and Central African Republic. And group F with Algeria, Uganda, Niger, and Tanzania. Group D, Egypt, Guinea, Malawi, Ethiopia. So uh, we have Egypt in part one. Uh, they're currently 32nd in uh, FIFA rankings and 42nd in ELO rankings. So they are well ahead of Pot 2 Guinea, who is 80th in FIFA rankings compared to 32. Uh, well, I'll give a little summary at the end. Uh, and uh, 105th in FIFA rankings. Uh, pot 3 Malawi is 118th, uh, so 38 points behind Guinea in FIFA rankings, and uh, 133rd in e ELO rankings, that's uh, 28 points behind Guinea. 
And finally, and somewhat interestingly, uh, Ethiopia is 140th in FIFA rankings, that is 22 behind Malawi. However, they are 122nd in ELO rankings, which puts them 11 points ahead of uh, Malawi and only 17 points behind uh, Guinea. So ELO rankings see Ethiopia as quite competitive here, uh, whereas FIFA rankings put them, uh, put them at the bottom. Um, okay, let's move on to their head-to-head -head records. And um, we have uh, Egypt uh, with a, a winning record over Guinea. That is three wins, one draw, and one loss. And uh, a winning record over Malawi too. But that, that's quite tight with three wins, one draw, and two losses. Uh, but they have a commanding record over Ethiopia with 10 wins, three draws, and two losses. Uh, most of those good results for Ethiopia coming in the early years. Uh, Guinea and Malawi. Uh, Guinea has a superior record with four wins, two draws, and one loss. And it's the same record against Ethiopia, four wins, two uh, draws, and one loss. So Guinea with uh, superior records to Malawi and Ethiopia. And finally, Malawi and Ethiopia um, Malawi has uh, a better record than expected, I must say, with two wins, two draws, and zero losses. So even though ELO uh, puts Ethiopia ahead of Malawi, uh, Malawi definitely has the better uh, the better head-to-head uh, -head record. All right, well, let's uh, just talk about the groups um, uh, a little bit here. And I'm sorry, I did not have the information uh, uh, in the document, so I just gotta uh, find it here. Uh, please hold. You will be given attention shortly. Okay, so, um, right, so uh, let's look at the group then. So it's a pretty interesting group. Uh, rankings and uh, uh, even head-to-head -head records clearly de delineate the pecking order uh, in support of the seeding. Uh, the only exception, as we've mentioned, uh, Ethiopia, ahead of Malawi, uh, but that um, uh, uh, seems uh, actually... For one of the rare times, I agree with FIFA rankings more uh, because Malawi does seem a bit stronger going into this. Uh, but even though those seedings may be accurate in terms of general strength, uh, all the teams here are quite inconsistent uh, from performance to performance. So there is kind of an exciting possibility of things not going uh, as expected. Uh, Egypt are certainly the strongest team and they, they come in in into this qualifying in good form. Uh, they did disappoint by losing on penalties, 
there in the 2021 African Cup final and in the final round of 2022 World Cup qualification. But uh, let's face it, they did reach those levels, which is far beyond any other team here uh, has, re has reached, uh, in recent times at least. So it seems like top spot is Egypt's to lose. However, they do sometimes, uh, they do sometimes squander that as we saw three times in a row from 2012 to 2015 and, and uh, really going out to weak teams like Niger and Central African Republic so I would always be a little bit nervous as an Egyptian fan uh, that they can they can kind of collapse like that uh, that does seem to be behind them but it remains kind of a lingering worry uh, Guinea and Malawi and Ethiopia are all kind of middling teams. They all reached the 2021 African Cup. Of course, they won't all do so here. Uh, Guinea is the strongest of them, and uh, they reach the cup more consistently than the other two. Uh, but sometimes they don't reach the cup, and they can't be relied upon uh, to do so. So they have uh, superior records, as we saw to Malawi and, and uh, Ethiopia. Uh, and that's actually particularly relevant against Mali since they have two wins, one draw and zero losses since 2017. So uh, that record is more recent. Malawi typically finishes third in their group. Uh, their unusual feature, as we saw in the team by team, is they tend to do a bit better on the road than most African teams. But uh, that doesn't always happen, so it's hard to say that that will come into play here. Uh, Ethiopia is very much a team that's strong at home and weak on the road, but uh, sometimes they defy that too. Uh, all in all, I mean, I can't predict anything other than the seeding order, but, but I do feel like there's enough inconsistency among the teams that it could turn out a bit differently here is my official prediction. Egypt, Guinea, Malawi, and Ethiopia. Uh, third place, I would say, uh, seems the most contentious, but uh, in reality, the whole group uh, could possibly be contentious. Now, I am uh, going to do something unique in our podcast, which is, oops, uh, which is, I don't know the results. So I'm going to predict uh, kind of game by game here. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, and see uh, if things are going as predicted. So uh, here we go. Uh, just going to uh, create a graphic here for the uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube listeners. And here we go. So uh, the first game is Malawi and Ethiopia. Uh, in, the, in the race for third place or higher, uh, a very important game to both of them. They need to win. Uh, they need to win this to avoid finishing last. Uh, Malawi, uh, maybe not as strong at home as a, a lot of African teams, but Ethiopia notoriously weak on the road so i have to give this to malawi uh to nothing uh sorry i'm just opening up the results uh here we go 
and the result is uh, yes, Malawi winning uh, two one over Ethiopia. All the goals were scored on penalties, and uh, Malawi's uh, Hellings or uh, Gabadino Mahango uh, got both of theirs. Uh, I guess their penalty taker, uh, penalty taker, and Malawi went two nothing up in the first half. So a fairly comfortable uh, win. Uh, Ethiopia getting their penalty goal in the second half. So uh, that is as expected. Egypt and Guinea. Uh, I'm I'm always a bit insecure with Egypt, even at home, that they can lapse. But uh, I wouldn't predict it, uh, though. So I'm going to say uh, Egypt 2 nothing at home over Guinea. And it is uh, one nothing at home. Uh, they got the, that single goal at 87. So uh, Mustafa Mohammed uh, getting that goal. Uh, he's the one who plays for Galatasaray. Uh, getting that goal, a late winner at 87. So uh, Egypt and Malawi uh, going into the second round with three points. The second round has uh, Guinea with Malawi at home. So again, if things are to go as expected, we would expect Guinea to win maybe 2 nothing or so. But Malawi is a bit better on the road and can surprise. So I'm going to change the 2 nothing to 2-1. Uh, uh, but I think it would be rash to predict Mali, uh, sorry, Malawi uh, getting anything out of this game, though not impossible. And the result is... Uh, Guinea won nothing, but uh, Malawi almost got something out of the game because uh, Guinea got their goal at 90 plus one. That was scored by Nabi Keita. Uh, I wonder if Guinea fans will be mad at me by saying he's not an outstanding player on the field. He does get things done, though, and he got it done here with the late goal. Okay, finally, Ethiopia and Egypt. This could be quite interesting. Uh, despite the mismatch, Egypt being a much stronger team, uh, Ethiopia is uh, strong at home. They have a lot of history. They have a lot of pride in their home games. And uh, I would not be shocked uh, to see Egypt drop points here. Uh, shall I predict it? Uh, I'm going to madly predict a draw here, although Egypt is the stronger team. Uh, let me see what happened. Oh my goodness, it is a 2 nothing win for Ethiopia. So I was on the right track, but not actually bold enough in my prediction. Uh, um, uh, was Dawa Hotessa uh, scoring at 21 and uh, Shimelis Bekele, both players we introduced earlier on, uh, scoring at 39 for a pretty comfortable victory. Uh, a pretty comfortable victory there. But uh, honestly, not a shock, uh, not as much a shock as uh, maybe people who don't know Africa uh, will be shocked. But uh, uh, African teams are very strong at home, particularly uh, Ethiopia. And uh, Egypt should be able to survive, uh, survive that blow. It's not a death blow. Uh, by any point. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Group E, Ghana, Madagascar, Angola, Central African Republic. Let's look at them in comparison. So in terms of ranking, 
uh, we have Ghana first, and there uh, I'm going to do FIFA, and then I'm going to do ELO, um, just for comparison's sake. So um, Ghana is 60th in FIFA. Uh, Madagascar is 102. Angola 126. Uh, Central African Republic 133. So uh, the FIFA rankings actually are the ones that dictate the pot numbers. And uh, we see there that uh, there's a, uh, quite a bit of separation uh, between the teams, uh, except Angola uh, is pretty close to fourth place Central African Republic. Uh, I don't agree with that. And the FIFA rank, oh, sorry, the uh, ELO rankings uh, are a little bit more accurate for me. It has Ghana as 72nd. Uh, Madagascar, uh, sorry, Angola is second at 107, and Madagascar is 124, and uh, Central African Republic is 144. So uh, a bit of separation there uh, between Madagascar and Central African Republic, but the key point is that uh, ELO has Angola as the second strongest team here. So uh, we'll look at some uh, stuff. So in uh, Ghana has actually kind of fallen down uh, quite a bit over the last few years. They were uh, consistently around 30th from 2006 to 2013. Uh, and they've kind of slid back all the way to 72nd. I'm talking about ELO rankings there, which we kind of favor. Uh, but uh, before that, before 2006, they were actually in the 80s. Uh, so uh, really there uh, from 2006 is when they got stronger. Uh, Madagascar is 124th in the ELO rankings, and they have improved. Uh, they were as low as 163 in 2012, but they just managed to crack 100 with that great performance in 2019, they were 97th in 2020, but dropped down to 124th since then. Uh, Angola, there is a big split, as we saw, between the FIFA and the ELO rankings there. Uh, but around 2008, they were around 60. So uh, those were good times, and they've kind of slowly fallen uh, all the way back to 107, uh, 107th. But that does mark an improvement because they were around 120 uh, in ELO rankings in 2018. So uh, some improvement there. And we can guess that uh, Central African Republic were very weak before that string of um, a good African Cup or results. And they were around 181st in FIFA and 164th in ELO in 2006. I'd probably have to agree with FIFA on that one. They were very weak. But uh, they did rise up to around 130 or 120 even uh, by 2019, but have since fallen back to 145 in uh, in. Uh, ELO rankings. Okay, let's look at the head-to-head -head for these groups. First, uh, Ghana versus Madagascar. Uh, they have actually never met in major competition. Uh, so we move on to Ghana versus Angola. And they've only played three times. Uh, and Angola won 
sorry, uh, Ghana won twice and Angola won once. Uh, but their most recent meeting in 2010, that was the African Cup quarterfinal. Uh, it was in Angola, took place in Angola, but Ghana knocked them out in the quarterfinals. Okay, and Ghana versus Central African Republic. Uh, they have not played in major competition either. Uh, Madagascar versus Angola is interesting. It seems to be the closest matchup in this group, and it has been. Uh, in the past. So uh, between the Madagascar has the edge with one win, three draws and zero losses. But uh, the overriding feeling there is that they're quite even with the three draws. And in 2017, their most recent meeting, they tied twice. Uh, Madagascar has met Central African Republic. That was in 2018 World Cup qualifying. And they bested them uh, with a win at home and the tie on the road. So Madagascar with a one win, one draw, zero losses there. And kind of interestingly, uh, Angola and Central African Republic, they've only met in the one campaign, which was 2017 African Cup qualifying, and they exchanged home wins. So uh, Angola won 4 nothing at home, but then Central African Republic won 3-1 uh, uh, when they were at home. And so the record between them is uh, one win, zero draws, and one uh, loss. So I think the overriding message there is that uh, apart from Angola, uh, sorry, apart from Ghana, who seemed to, to be uh, pretty far out ahead, uh, you know, the other three looks quite competitive, uh, Angola and Madagascar and Central African Republic, perhaps, um uh getting some points so let's uh, let's talk about it a little bit in terms of what we think are the relative strengths here uh, ghana's form though uh, despite being the strongest team in in most measures uh, their form is a bit question questionable uh, fo it follows a general weakening Honestly, to the point of being a pot two team going into the uh, 2021 African Cup finals, they were in pot two. And then, of course, they proved uh, proved it by not passing the group stage. Uh, however, they did win passage to the World Cup shortly after. And uh, it, it leaves us in a bit of doubt as to what their form is. But they're not likely to sink low enough to get embroiled with the teams below. Uh, it's especially so because Madagascar is a, a fairly weak second seed team, I would say. And uh, we saw that ELO actually uh, sees Angola as probably the second seed team. Uh, either way, it seems a pretty contentious battle between those two for second. And I don't know, Central African Republic would have been a contender a few years ago. Uh, after their uh, improvement from 2012. But they really haven't shown that form since 2017. Uh, however, uh, at the very least, they should play a spoiler role by, by uh, stealing some points at home and perhaps making a difference to what happens at the top. Uh, yeah, so all in all, no matter how many points Ghana drops, it surely couldn't be enough to see them fall out of the top two and uh, honestly, while ELO is usually more accurate than FIFA, Angola do seem kind of weak uh, recently 
in recent campaigns. So uh, I generally find that uh, FIFA rankings are more short-term and Angola are more long-term, and I generally prefer the ELO rankings for that. But uh, if we're looking at recent form, uh, uh, I, I don't think Angola necessarily holds an advantage. Um, Madagascar do have to watch out for uh, cratering campaigns uh, towards the end here. They actually start with two home games, or they, uh, they start with an away game and then have two home games, so they'll probably get off to a good start. It's all set up here for their penchant to uh, kind of crash and burn at the end. So uh, I'm a bit worried about that, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them get off to a good start. Uh, at their best, Central African Republic uh, has gone undefeated at home. So um, uh, even at their worst, to be honest, they're probably going to take a couple of points there. So there it is. Uh, my prediction is uh, Ghana finishing first. Madagascar second, Angola third, although I do see that as a bit of a toss-up, and uh, Central African Republic getting a few points at home uh, in the end. Okay, the last section of the podcast deals with uh, the actual results, which I don't know. And so in the first game, we have Angola versus Central African Republic. I honestly don't think Central African Republic is going to challenge on the road. And I think Angola will be anxious to get off to a good start. So I'm going to say 2-0 uh, Angola there, perhaps even 3-0. And the result is 2-1. So less convincing than they probably wanted, but they got the result they needed. Central African Republic actually scoring first uh, 32 minutes in there. And Angola getting two in a row at 72 and 76 to uh, save face. Okay, we have Ghana and Madagascar. Uh, I think Ghana will be good at home and anxious to get off to a good start and actually put this group to rest as quickly as they can because their attention will be more focused on the World Cup. Uh, so I think they're going to win this uh, Two nothing. I would even go to, to three nothing. I don't see Madagascar scoring here. Ooh, well done me. It is three nothing. Uh, it took Ghana until the second half to score their first goal, but they pretty much uh, won it quickly with goals at fifty three and fifty six, and. Uh, 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 a kind of a late gravy goal at 86. So it is Mohamed Kudus there with the first goal. Okay, so we have Ghana uh, in first place as expected after the first round. And now the second set of games sees Central African Republic playing Ghana at home. But I gotta say, it would not be a shock for uh, Ghana to drop points here. That's the way it is in Africa. Um, uh, but you have to you have to kind of favor Ghana even away, and uh, I'm going to say it'll be two one for Ghana. There, let's see. Yeah, uh, one one. Mohamed Kudu scoring Ghana's goal there. So maybe I didn't give him enough credit earlier in the podcast, but uh, a good result for Central African Republic who. Uh, uh, Ghana scored at 17 and Central African Republic tied at 41. There was no scoring in the second half. 
but again, uh, a lot of people who aren't in the know might consider that a bit shocking, but in Africa, really, it's not. Okay, and Madagascar versus Angola. Well, this is a crucial game because I see these two as pretty even. Um, oh, sorry, I, I've been meaning to write the scores into the... Uh, into the visual that we have for our YouTube listeners, and I have been typing them into the wrong document, I confess. Okay, Madagascar and Angola. This really could go either way. Uh, at home, I'd have to give Madagascar the nod, and I, I did put them as second-place finishers in the group, thinking that their form was slightly better. Uh, certainly, I wouldn't be surprised to see Angola win, uh, and a draw I'm almost tempted to choose, but I'm going to choose 2-1 Madagascar uh, there. Let's see what happened. And it is 1-1. So actually that probably is beneficial to Angola. Kind of gives them a leg up uh, in that. Uh, in that, and so uh, maybe they're the, going to be the ones to finish second. So in that case, uh, Madagascar scored at 36 and uh, um, Gelson, a familiar name actually to me, uh, got the equalizer at 43. And just like the other game, no scoring in the second half. So we have in the standings, uh, Ghana and Angola with four points. Good for Angola there. Uh, Central African Republic, uh, by dint of, of uh, goal difference, are in third. And Madagascar uh, off to a poor start in fourth i said actually madagascar would get off to a good start so now they were gonna they're gonna need a good finish which uh, typically they don't do so after looking at those rounds i would probably alter my prediction to have ghana angola uh, madagascar and central african republic maybe central african republic even challenging for third place all right well that brings us to the end of the podcast <laughs> Group F, Algeria, Uganda, Niger, Tanzania. Now we move on to part three. So we're edging towards uh, looking at how they've done so far. But we're going to look at the rankings and head-to-head records first. And uh, how about the rankings, um, Pierre? So Algeria does come from part one, and they are ranked 44th with both FIFA and ELO rankings. Yeah, that's right. And that's actually down from 26th in uh, December uh, 2021. Uh, They were 26th in the ELO rankings. Um, But they're all over the place, really. Uh, Before, uh, in in 2019, uh, they were uh, 68th in FIFA. And in December 2014, they were 18th in FIFA. And... uh, the ELO uh, rankings are kind of uh, similar, not so extreme, but it does kind of show how up and down uh, they've been. I mean, to put a point on it, uh, in June 2008, in both ranking systems, they were below 100. So a pretty inconsistent team there. How about Uganda? So Uganda is the pot two team, and they are ranked 86th in FIFA rankings and 96th in ELO. Yeah, and uh, they've pretty much always been uh, in that range. They did dip below 100 in uh, ELO rankings in 2018, but they were also up as high as 63rd 
in 2011, but uh, they don't uh, sway around as much as Algeria. How about Niger? So Niger is the pot three team, um, ranked 116th in FIFA, but 150th by ELO. Right, and actually 150th is the lowest they've ever been. Uh, in ELO, they're usually around 130th, and they have reached up to uh, as high as 118th in uh, 2011. But uh, yeah, they'll be looking to kind of improve their uh, ranking. Okay, and last is Tanzania. Yep, our pot four team um, is ranked 130th by FIFA and 128th in ELO rankings. Yeah, right. And they've always kind of been in that range uh, of around uh, 110 to 130. So uh, no surprise there. Uh, they did break uh, 100 in the FIFA rankings in, in 2008, making it up to 99th. But otherwise, they've always been uh, below 100. Okay, so there's uh, quite a bit of a range between them, about 40 points uh uh, 30, 40 points between Uganda and Algeria, and then about 30 points between uh, the other three teams in the FIFA rankings. However, uh, in the ELO rankings, Tanzania is actually about 30 points ahead of Niger, uh, well ahead. And so by that, uh, by, by ELO rankings, it looks like it would be Tanzania as the pot three team and Niger as the pot four team. And uh, though we're going to do head-to-head -head before discussions, I'm going to kind of argue that uh, that's right. Like Tanzania seems more like the pot three team and Niger more like the pot four team. But let's take a look at head-to-head -head, uh, first, beginning with Algeria's record against Uganda. Yeah, so um, the record there is two wins, three ties, and two losses. Wow, that is surprising. So they're dead even mm -hmm. uh, there. Uh, they last played, though, in, in uh, the 2000 African Cup, so that record is a bit stale. Nevertheless, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. How about Algeria versus Niger? So Algeria does have the strong winning record there with five wins, um, no ties, and one loss. Right, and uh, no surprise there. Uh, most relevantly, they, they played in 2022 World Cup qualifying there, and uh, they had two big wins, 6-1 and 4-0 over Niger. So uh, we can guess they won't have much trouble with Niger here. Algeria versus Tanzania? Uh, again, Algeria has come off the stronger of the two with three wins, three ties, and one loss. Okay, well, three ties is pretty good there for uh, Tanzania, so maybe they will be able to uh, get something off Algeria, probably at home. Although they did tie them in Algeria in 2012, and uh, their most recent meetings were both in 2018 and 2019, so the record there is two wins for Algeria and one draw uh, in Tanzania. Okay, how about Uganda and Niger? Um, so the record is two wins, one tie, one loss. Right. And their last meeting was in 2010. Uh, they have, uh, uh, they might meet in a local cup, but uh, we're just looking at major competitions here. Uh, Uganda and Tanzania, the neighbors. Yeah, um, quite a few meetings. So four wins, three ties, and three losses. 
Oh, that is pretty tight. So uh, Uganda just edging it there uh, with one extra win. Uh, all of those were actually in the 1900s, except for uh, one meeting in 2019. And uh, if you remember from, from our discussion above, uh, Tanzania came out ahead there, uh, tying in the first game and winning 3 nothing in the second. So that's their most recent head-to-head. Uh, -head. How about Niger and Tanzania? We have no records. They haven't met. Oh, okay. In major competition. All right. Well, we're going to move on to uh, a bit of discussion and uh, predictions. So uh, I, I'd say this is a pretty interesting group because of its unpredictability. Uh, you got to have Algeria as the favorite, but they are coming off that embarrassing group stage exit uh, uh, in 2021. And uh, it's not the only time that kind of thing has happened. They were really surprisingly weak in the 2018 World Cup, so they might be vulnerable here. Uh, Uganda, who has an even head-to-head -head with Algeria, uh, could be a threat. And uh, Niger and Tanzania are capable of strong campaigns. And uh, Tanzania's recent form, uh, as I said, puts them, for me, ahead of Niger. And I think they're capable of taking uh, maybe some points from the top teams. Yeah, as you said, Algeria didn't just lapse in the 2021 African Cup, but do tend to do so from time to time. Uh, Imperia's form is possible, but it can't be relied on. And unless they rediscover that here, um, they are sure to drop some points, especially away. Um, and they have dropped points to all of these teams and, and do so in a majority of their meetings with Uganda and Tanzania. Um, so finishing second would be laps full enough, um, although it is hard, though not completely out of the question, to see them fail to qualify. Yeah, well, the top two teams advanced, so it would be a, a bit of a shock if they came third. Yeah. But I, I think uh, definitely they're going to drop some points on the road. All of these teams are very strong at home. Yeah, um, and, and Uganda and Tanzania are both in better form relative to their historical average. Both reached the Cup in 2019. Um, Tanzania bested Uganda there, as we just mentioned, um, but Uganda did finish first. Um, Uganda has the better record against Algeria, so it seems um, more likely to challenge for first or take second place. Yeah, I mean, it would be a very good campaign for them to finish first, but uh, putting in a good challenge would be good. Uh, to me, Niger seems the weakest team, though, uh, despite Tanzania being from pop four. Uh, Elo definitely seems correct. And it's a 30, 32 places that they have Tanzania ahead of Niger. Kind of a shocking difference between the two systems. But uh, as you showed us, they've never met head-to-head, -head, uh, so it's hard to tell. Uh, Niger's form is not as good coming in. Uh, Tanzania were competitive in the last uh, few campaigns they had. Uh, but we do know Niger is capable uh, having won, uh, reached the African Cup in those, that amazing qualification in 2012 and in the Cup after. So uh, um, uh, what's your impression, Kier? Do you have a prediction? Give it to us straight. What do you say is going to happen? Well, I have to agree with you. I think Algeria, Uganda, Tanzania, and Niger is, is how it's going to yeah. All right. Well, that uh, that would upset FIFA rankings and be good for Tanzania. But uh, yeah, I'm the same way. And I see actually second place as the most contentious there. 
there is a chance of Uganda upsetting Algeria, but I think uh, there's a stronger chance of Tanzania upsetting uh, Uganda. And uh, I just don't think Niger are going to make a big impression despite taking some home points here. So we're going to move on to kind of an exciting part of the podcast and, and look at the first four games uh, to see, uh, uh, to predict, and then to see how, how it's progressed so far. So we have uh, Niger at home against uh, Tanzania. So uh, for me, I think this is where Tanzania w- uh, will prove, uh, will prove uh, that they are the pop three team. Uh, but all teams in Africa are strong at home, so I think a, a draw may be as much as they could get out of this. And that would be pretty good for Tanzania. Uh, I'm going to say 1-1, one, one, uh, slightly favoring Niger, the home team, although slightly hoping for Tanzania to prove themselves. Uh, do you have the score there? I do. Uh, it was indeed 1-1. One, one. Woo! <laughs> I feel good about that. <laughs> Okay, so 1-1, one, one, uh, that gives Tanzania definitely a bit of an advantage, uh, having one, having earned a point away. Uh, Algeria and Uganda, well, we have talked about kind, kind of Algeria being vulnerable and flopping, but I don't think they're going to do that at home here. It may go the other way where they they come back from that 2021 20, uh, uh, disappointment and, and show how strong they are. Uh, but at home, I don't think they're going to lose. I'm going to say 2 nothing Algeria. You are right again. Oh, my God. On a roll. I, I swear I have not looked at these scores. Okay, well, that puts uh, Algeria in first place after the first round. And now we go to Uganda and Niger. Uh, I think this is going to be a fairly easy win for Uganda. So I'm going to say 2 nothing. So a bit of a surprise with this one. Uh-huh. A 1-1 one, one draw. Ooh, well, that's a good comeback for Niger. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I mean, uh, I guess Uganda's problem maybe is taking too many ties at home in games that they should be winning. So that's kind of bad for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll really test Algeria's consistency here uh, in Tanzania, who are, who are uh, strong at home. So... Uh, I think probably the odds makers would have Algeria uh, winning this one, but their historical record actually, uh, Tanzania, I think they've they've taken points more than being beaten. So I'm going to say 1-1 here, and I'm even going to be as bold as to uh, favor Tanzania slightly. Well, as it turns out, it was a 2 win, 2 nothing win for Algeria. Okay, well... That would be kind of expected. And a good show of consistency for Algeria. So they're already off to a great start in this group. Do you want to tell us what the standings are after these two games? Yeah, so unsurprisingly, Algeria is on top with six points. Um, But what neither of us would have predicted is Niger is currently in second with two points from from their two ties. Uh, Interestingly, well, uh, interesting, we may be, uh, I may have misjudged uh, Niger there. Uh, I mean, actually, when I first looked at the group, I kind of thought the the three were fairly even. But then after doing, uh, going through all the stuff, I began to differentiate them. But maybe my first impression of uh, 
oh, I'm, I'm trying to make my, I, I, I sound like I'm trying to make myself sound smart. I'm not trying to do that. Uh, my first impression just on a quick look was that they were fairly even and it may turn out to be that way. Yeah. And I mean, right now, Niger with their two points, it's only just ahead of, of Tanzania and Uganda who both have one point right yeah. now. So. Yeah, that's true. So uh, uh, anyway, I think uh, uh, having looked at the results here, I think ties... Uh, a lot of these kind of third tier teams are kind of defined by ties like they do go undefeated at home and their success comes down to whether they can convert those ties into wins so that seems to be what's happening here and uh, probably that the team that does manage to do that uh, will be the team that, that finishes second behind Algeria who seem well on course to finish first yeah Great. Well, that brings us to the end of the podcast. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this podcast, which compiled the final discussions and predictions uh, for these three qualifying teams. If you want to look more deeply into the teams, you can check out the full podcast on each group on our website at soccerfiles.captivate.fm. That is soccerfiles with a PH in the middle and an S at the end or just type Soccer Files Canada into Google and uh, we'll come up. And stay tuned as we continue on this quick series with the next groups. Uh, That's all from Soccer Files Canada for this episode. Goodbye.